the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The votes of the city of Columbus for Shannon Harden and the other two preferred Democratic candidates to Columbus City Council puzzle me. Uh, The only takeaway I could possibly have from it is that things haven't gotten bad enough here yet. Or people here are not smart, not as smart as people in Minneapolis. People in Minneapolis yesterday had the opportunity to defund the police, get rid of the police, reimagine the police. They were going to replace the Minneapolis Police Department with a Department of Public Safety. This was actually on the ballot. And get rid of the Minneapolis Police Department. In the aftermath of George Floyd. I mean, we don't want another George Floyd, right? I mean, police are running amok. They're killing black people. Let's get rid of the police. That was the uh, simplified logic. So this was on the ballot. To defund the police. Reimagine it. Uh, It failed by a 57 to 44 margin. Somebody rounded up too much on one of those because that adds up to 101%. At least according to my math. 133 of the 136 precincts in Minneapolis rejected the notion. Which would have removed power from the mayor and the police chief. In an effort to build some kind of, I'm sure, you know, touchy-feely community initiative citywide. That would have uh, done to the murder rate there. What uh, is happening right now in Chicago? Uh, they have cops who are quitting and have quit in the aftermath of George Floyd. And, you know, Columbus, we are setting a record murder total. Andrew Ginther has demoralized Columbus Police Department by uh, allowing for the formation of a civilian police oversight review board, which if you check the Twitter of the members of that review board, not in their official, you know, board Twitter account, but their individual Twitter accounts, like they at least three of them should never have been allowed anywhere near that board because they all have expressed open like disdain for police. But we got some good wins yesterday, and I believe there are more good wins to come. And uh, I hope we learn the smart lesson that a candidate should appeal to people one-to-one. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is why I stand for it. Know what you believe. Know why you believe it. I say that all the time because it's so important. Introduce yourself to people. Tell them what your passion is. Tell them what motivates you. Tell them why you want to represent them. That's. It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. It's politics, okay? It's hard work. It's shaking hands. It's speaking from the heart. There's a new star coming on the Republican side. 
Her name is Winsome Sears. Love that name, Winsome Sears. She blows away every stereotype of the left. She is a black woman. She is the first woman and, of course, first black woman to be elected Virginia's lieutenant governor. See, Glenn Youngkin didn't constitute the only win by a Republican last night in Virginia. No, it was a sweep across the board in statewide elections for the Republican Party because people are fed up, fed up with Joe Biden and his craziness. And Winsome Sears benefited from that. Love the picture I saw of her last night, holding a rifle. (laughs) That's got to drive them crazy. What do you do with a black woman who believes in the Second Amendment, who was a U.S. Marine, who's descended from Jamaican immigrants, who's run a nonprofit, who's owned and operated an appliance and plumbing repair store, and been vice president of the Virginia Board of Education? Like, how do you attack her? I don't know. They'll find a way. They'll find a way. Well, I mean, they found a way to attack Condoleezza Rice, right? She's a she's a white supremacist. Condoleezza Rice is a white supremacist. You should have to take a sanity test on the left to weigh in on some of these matters. Here's a sampling last night of the outpouring of leftist tears in the aftermath of win by Glenn Youngkin and Winsome Sears in Virginia and a building crescendo across this country of people going, yeah, I, I'm, I'm tired of being told I'm a racist that if I just speak up because I don't want my child made to feel guilty for being born white or I don't want them made to feel like they have no chance because they were born black. Nicole Wallace of MSNBC, at one point in time, wasn't she a quote-unquote conservative commentator somewhere? Well, yeah. Well, she's she's Benedict Arnold all the way over to the other side, and I'm glad because I would never want her advocating for any positions that I hold, given her perspective last night. I think that the, the real ominous thing is that critical race theory, which isn't real, turned the suburbs... <laughs> 15 points to the Trump insurrection-endorsed Republican. Please stay with that. Please stay with the critical race theory is not real. Critical race theory is not real. Are there books discussing critical race theory? Are there academic initiatives built around critical race theory? Are there corporate training seminars making reference to critical race theory? You just keep telling us it doesn't exist. Juan Williams did this last night on Fox. Juan Williams. It doesn't exist. The critical race, it doesn't exist. Methinks thou dost protest too much. Here's Van Jones also with delightfully painful commentary. There he is, Terry McAuliffe. He's, you know, he's, he's the energizer bunny of the Democratic Party, but he's, he looks like he is uh, this may be the end of, of his career. Look, I think that he did not run a campaign that fit his time and that fit the, the, the state. I think that uh, he was trying to run against Donald Trump 
and this guy was able to to run a, 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 as a champion for parents. Imagine that. All the Trump, 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 Trump of Joe Biden when he went to campaign for Terry McAuliffe. People saw through it. They were like, hold on. You're here to campaign for Terry McAuliffe. And all I hear you talking about is Donald Trump. Are you ever going to get around to talking about Terry McAuliffe or help me understand Terry McAuliffe, help me get to know what he's going to stand for? No, this is what Joe Biden said when he came to Virginia to campaign for Terry McAuliffe. Ah, Joe, Joe is not asleep. Joe is with me. Hold on one second. I have it here. I uh, promise you, this is what Joe Biden said when he came to campaign for Terry McCullough. This is not a Trump rally. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump? Now he doesn't want to talk about Trump anymore. Well, I do. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Former President Trump's Donald Trump's. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. I love this one. Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 All at the same rally. All that at the same rally. So let them keep doing it. Let them keep saying that critical race theory doesn't exist. Let them keep saying that it's not taught here. Because I think people have an aversion to voting for people who lie to them. And I think people know they're being lied to. Takes the exhausted you know, voter who wants to vote on what is fundamentally a racist idea, right? That you cannot teach the truth about Thomas Jefferson. You must give encomiums to Thomas Jefferson in school. Otherwise, that's critical race theory. If you even talk about enslavement, that's critical race theory. Anything that makes a white parent uncomfortable is critical race theory. And you're absolutely right. He's been very subtle and very slick. That Tony Moore. Nobody lies more than Joy Reid. Nobody. Joy Reid is obsessed with lying. Joy Reid is an inveterate, unrepentant, congenital liar. And she's a racist. She hates white people. I'm convinced of it. Except the ones that she has to appease to keep her job at MSNBC and keep making a great living. And I guess you hear this a few times and it sways you. And I'm sure there are some acolytes who are all in still with her. But people are not dumb. Generally, by and large, people are not dumb. And the reach of Biden administration's policies into their life, whether it's at the grocery, whether it's in schools, whether it's at the gas pump, you're feeling it. Joy Reid's not feeling it. Van Jones not feeling it. Nicole Wallace not feeling it. That's why they can continue to go on and prattle on about, no, this is not happening, that's not happening, and this is hateful, and this is that. They're not living your life. They're not struggling with your struggles and my struggles. So I hope they keep on talking like this because their talking like this led to last night, and their continuing to talk like that will lead to even worse losses for the Democratic Party in the 2022 midterms. And I don't really think they'll change. So we can be grateful for that. I I don't want them taken off television. I want them to have a... I want them to keep their platform because literally every time they open their mouth, 
they make the case against their own points more effectively than even I can. I have remarked before, and I have remarked even today, about the depth of the bench in the Republican Party. Great candidates who I believe would resonate nationally. The Democratic Party, oh, they don't have a bench at all. Otherwise, Joe Biden wouldn't have been their candidate for president. Their candidates boiled down to Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. And Joe Biden's best quality was he wasn't Bernie Sanders. Who finished third? in that collection of losers. Not Kamala. She dropped out before that. But Kamala got her job because everything in the Democratic Party is built around intersectionality. In Franklin County, the Democratic Party dominates. If you can uh, run as a Democrat, you're going to win. we got judges flipping parties because they know they're never going to get reelected as a Republican. Although we did have a few Republican-backed judges win last night, which is good. But Franklin County hasn't come to its senses yet like Virginia did last night. The Republican Party has Tom Cotton, Josh Hawley. It has Ron DeSantis. It has Greg Abbott. It has Nikki Haley. It has Mike Pompeo. It has some like or some don't. Christy Nome. The Democratic Party? Nobody. And our bench got even deeper last night. I told you a bit about Winsome Sears, the new uh, Republican lieutenant governor of Virginia. Winsome Sears? Immigrated to the U.S. from Jamaica as a child. Led a Salvation Army homeless shelter. Owns an appliance and plumbing repair store. Served as vice president of the Virginia Board of Education. And he has an AR-15 and knows how to use it. You might have seen the picture of Winsome Sears with her AR-15 on social media last night. And she also knows and can speak with authority to undermine the Democrats' obsession with race and intersectionality and dividing people along racial lines. But I I say to you, there are some who want to divide us, and we must not let that happen. They would like us to believe we are back in 1963 when my father came. We can live where we want. We can eat where we want. We own the water fountains. We have had a black president elected not once but twice, and here I am, living proof. In case you haven't noticed, I am black, and I have been black all my life. So that is the way to push back against intersectionality, against dividing people by race, against wokeism at all levels, whether it's local school board, colleges. Your company's a more ticklish fight. I'm going to allow for that. I really feel for friends of mine who work in big, successful companies. I don't have an answer for them on how to make inroads because we don't want to get into a situation where uh, in America we do what the Democrats want to do, which is tell everyone what to do. I mean, I believe that uh, the intersectionality lean in many major corporations is wrong. Uh, I don't believe it's good for the country. 
But you have to allow private businesses to do it. Google gets to do what it wants to do. YouTube gets to do what it wants to do. Verizon, other big companies, they get to do what they want to do. That's a personal matter for you as a person who works there. An individual call on your own heart as to whether you're being asked to violate your belief system or whether you can coexist in that belief system. And I do believe there is room for people to coexist in those crazy work environments and still be light in a dark place. So I'm not going to tell you to go in and pound the table and I won't sit through that seminar and all those kinds of things because I do believe that as much as is possible, we should try to get along with all people. I'm not going to make that decision for you. That's an individual choice between you, your spouse, your dependents, and God. But from a policy standpoint, the Republican Party can win on ideas. Winsome Sears can make a very powerful case that this is not 1963 because she's black. But you don't have to be black to still make that case. And we need to make that case more often. The left has won. They have gotten where they've gotten, advanced to where they've advanced, because we're so afraid of being labeled that we just don't engage in discussions. We don't defend truth. We don't defend it. Winsome Sears will defend it. Not with the AR-15 you see her pictured with. She'll win on ideas. She can articulate her position. But you don't have to be black or Hispanic or Asian to argue against policies that want to take from people and give to other people based just upon their appearance. You have to be able to articulate your position and why it's wrong and what it leads to and how it's dangerous and damaging to our country. We're starting to see with local school board elections. Here's what's going on. Here's what I will do. Here's what I will stand for. And look, we got one really good committed person elected in Dublin. We got two elected in Jonathan Alder. We got one in Arlington, two in Southwest, two in Hillary. We didn't get them all. We didn't get them all. There's work to be done. The left won this long game over 60-plus years. We want to fix it, and it's noble to want to fix it. Nothing wrong with wanting to fix it. We want to fix it in one election cycle. Just not possible. Okay? So take heart. Be encouraged from the gains that resulted yesterday. Huge gains. The Biden craziness was soundly repudiated yesterday. Local school boards. Some of you, a complete repudiation. Some of you, Worthington, <laughs> Olentangy. <laughs> Honestly, you're a resident there. It is going to get worse before it gets better. So, you stay and fight, which there's nobility in that. You move to some place where you won't have to battle it. That, that can be a noble choice as well. But we're winning on merit. We're not tricking people. We're not lying to people. So commit to what you believe, know why you believe it, know how to talk about it. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.